Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Uh, welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, my love? I am tired. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having one of those days, so I can actually, I can really see it in my face. I'm looking like a tired, tired hot mess today. How are you, babes? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. I, um, yeah, I just feel like I was saying to you earlier, and I think there's a storm brewing. I get mm-hmm. these really weird headaches. I am a witchy poo, but um, <laughs> I always get an headache if the weather's about to change. So I kind of think we're due a storm. Um, Great, just what I you hope. want after it's been like, you know, nice and sunny and then snowing and then Christ knows what's next. I mean, what a week. <laughs> Maybe we could have an earthquake or a volcano go off or something. <laughs> I mean, like, who knows what's next? I couldn't believe it, but how was your Easter? Yeah, it was nice. It was nice to definitely kind of uh, get out and about and see some people and um, feel quite normal. And actually saw some people who I didn't realise had been vaccinated. It seems like I know quite a few people now who were sort of, under the 50 category um, that, you know, you're supposed to be that have had the vaccine one way or another, which was quite interesting that there's so, there's so many of us now. Um, yeah, I went to, went to a little birthday party on Clapham Common and uh, yeah, it was just, it was just really nice to, to feel slightly normal. What about you? Yes, yeah, so mine was really quiet. I um, <laughs> did a roast on Easter Sunday. Lovely. Um, I didn't do lamb. Traditionally, obviously, I haven't ate lamb for two years since I tried to be a farmer. Oh, so right, when I did celebs you. on the farm, I, um, there was this little lamb and he was called Bruce and his mum died, bless him. And um, I used to feed him with like a little bottle. <laughs> and um, ever since I left the farm, I was like, oh, I can't eat lamb no more because it's Bruce. Um, but I mean, I still eat chicken and steak. So I guess in a way, it's a little bit of a, a hypocrite because I won't eat Bruce, but um, I'll still eat a chicken and a steak. But uh, yeah, I've just got that association. But I did add, add a little roast, did that. And um, yeah, just really quiet. Do you know what it is for me? I've kind of just got the 12th in my yeah. head. And the countdown is on. I want to get in that gym. I just want to just have that little glimpse of normality. And uh, yep. I definitely feel like we're ready there now. So there's a positive vibe. Mm-hmm. And um, thought of you on, on your champagne Saturday. How was the drinks? <laughs> Did it hit you hard? Yes. And <laughs> I think that might may, may be the reason why I uh, have uh, suffered with a lack of sleep since. Because I think my body's been used to having considerable amounts of booze for a while. Uh, yeah, champagne Saturday was, was really fun, actually, um, on, on my friend's balcony. Um, it, yeah, just a, just a bit messy, just a bit messy, and probably should have just dialed it back a bit. Um, but you know, I have I've been really good for for three months, and yeah. maybe I shouldn't give myself such a hard time. Um, oh God, no! It's only you deserved a few little drinkies, I <laughs> or, or maybe more than a few. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was really nice. And actually, I'm kind of the same as you now. It's like um, the twelfth seems to be the the point where you know we can get a bit more excited because it just feels like that now we can see people but yeah like you said going to the gym or going to the shop <laughs> mm-hmm. um uh, just feels like an exciting prospect um i just want to you know i just want to pick up a little vase from habitat or a little you know fancy bowl from yeah. 
There's somewhere. Of things. Yeah, I just want to go Madeleine. I want yeah. to buy Mark. I just want to be able to go, even if I don't buy anything. Just let me <laughs> yeah. into a shop. And it's so the case. You know when they say you want what you can't have? Yeah. Them years that we've took, well, all our lives, we yeah. might be allowed to rock up to a shop. Um, so, yeah, just, just the smallest of things. But I, I definitely feel like there's, that, I don't know if it's since the clocks have got, it's probably a knock-on effect and they're, We've got a little bit of sun now. I mean, yeah, true. Bar the, bar the snowstorm. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got that. The clocks have changed. The evenings are getting lighter and lighter, which I'm noticing, because normally mm-hmm. by the time we was doing this, even a few weeks ago, our show, it, it was it like was the dead yeah. of night. Um, <laughs> we, we've got less than a week to go till things start opening up. And I just yeah. think, yeah, we're definitely... I still can't kind of keep up with the whole vaccine passports and what we're going to have to do with that. Is that mm. changing? Like every few hours, I hear people talking about it. But um, as far as I see, I don't know if it's just because I've had my first dose of the vaccine, but mm. if if that's how it has to be for us to to do anything, I mean. Going on holiday would be lovely, but it's not actually in my top 10 things to even do at the minute. So yeah. if it is the 21st of June, or if it's pushed back till the end of summer, so be it. Um, and I guess I see there is a whole massive debate online about people not wanting it and wanting it. And I, I'll be honest, I don't really know enough about it to know the, the, the pros and cons. But just for me personally... I just think if I have to have it, I don't have a problem in walking around with a certificate saying I've had a yeah. vaccine. I'm, I'm happy to do that. I think it's like the case that most people wouldn't mind doing it for a short period of time, but it's like, if you have to do it forever, then it's like, we're getting into the thing about like, have you had your top up vaccine? Have you done, I don't know. So that's the worry I think that people have. And, you know, you could end up in a situation where because you got delayed, say because you were on holiday or something and then and then you didn't have that vaccine passport then you couldn't then go to the pub which is like an everyday kind of normal thing to do so I'm, I'm with you I mean I'd be perfectly happy to have one for a while but to have to carry one all the time would mean that it's, it's obviously not for most people it wouldn't be a problem but but there will be people that that it will be and um I yeah, didn't we'll, realize that was the case oh so it could be like the it might not just be a short-term thing. It exactly. Have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and, then, and then that means you couldn't just buy a ticket to go to the theatre or just rock up to a pub, um, like in the olden days, which actually genuinely <laughs> does feel like a different lifetime ago when we could it? do those things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is actually quite an interesting, uh, probably not one for this show, but an interesting moral, moral thing. <laughs> um, uh, but, we, but, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said, I think I'd be quite, um, I'd be happy to have it short term if it meant that I could do those normal things. You know, I've got a table booked in a couple of weeks to see a friend. I felt very lucky that I could get this table because every all my friends who are booking just can't find anywhere anywhere because everyone's booked everywhere. Um, see, I didn't even think about that. But yeah. it's so funny. I spoke to my friend literally, what was it, last night or the night before, and she went, oh, I think we should maybe start trying to reserve a few tables because apparently everybody's getting fully booked. I went, what do you mean? It's like, well, Bob, like, everyone is literally booking the next six, like, they're filling their diaries. And it's only outside, so it's like and up until May. Less than 40% of bars and restaurants that have got the outside space. Mm. And it hadn't even entered my head to book a table anywhere. I just thought, come Monday, I'll be able to rock up and go and have a lunch somewhere. You might be able to still. 
there might be places that will have walk-ins too, but um, yeah, it's one of those. Probably I mean, definitely. <laughs> probably not, but you never know. <laughs> be optimistic. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we have a, we have a, a, an exciting show today. Um, uh, uh, we have very exciting first coming up uh, from Drag Race UK, uh, Veronica Green, who um, for anyone who watched, she was uh, the queen who. Uh, had to leap well, when they had the filming break she then caught coronavirus sadly when uh, they came back um so she couldn't carry on but there's rumors that she's going to be in the third series which we have yet to get confirmed so let's hope we can uh, find get out about that although these these drag race queens are very secretive they never give you the goss yeah, what, what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> so we'll see and then um very exciting we have um Jeanette and alias uh from strictly um We've had both of them on separately before, but it'll be, be great to have them on together. Um, Fab show. Yeah, really good. Um, so uh, have you been uh, keeping up with the goss this week, Bob? You know me, Steve. <laughs> I love it. So have you seen the latest about the whole Jedward? The, I'm obsessed. The, I, I'm kind of like, I was like, at first, because my friend, I got it in the WhatsApp group before I'd even seen it. And they said, oh, have you seen that Jedward's like slamming Simon Cow on Twitter? <laughs> and I was like, what? Surely not. And that was like basically they're saying that everyone on the show has been a, like they've slaves and um, mm. there's nothing but a facelift. So, so I'm kind of a little bit, what has initiated this, Steve? I don't know. It seems to have come out of nowhere. They've, they've, they've had a bit of a, um, an issue with X Factor for a while. Um, and they've been, uh, I mean, actually, they live in L.A. now. They're, they're, they've got a whole different life now. It's quite weird to think about, really. Um, and, and they... They've had they've taken issue with with some of the things that X Factor has done before, but in this particular round, they've been very specific about some some things that they thought, and they said um, uh, that they were once sent a contract that was meant for One Direction, so they know about all the secrets that went on and how yeah, like you said, um, that they were like prisoners or, or slaves or whatever, and um, to their contracts and all about Psycho, the label, the Simon Cowell's label that was related to the show. Um, yeah, it was all it was all like really fascinating, and then and then Rebecca Ferguson, who's who's been on 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 the show before, she also kind of piped up and said she'd be interested to see a Netflix documentary about what goes on behind the scenes on these show. Um, so, and I she would, would know. I ain't gonna lie. I oh would. yeah, I mean it would be really interesting. Um, I don't think it's it's. Um, I don't think most people will be surprised to know that people that get into these pop bands through a manu- manufactured TV show are going to end up with possibly with in contractual obligations that when they first signed up to, to were probably not aware of all of these, you know, things, these hoops they'd have to jump through to get their careers off the ground. And then once you've done all of that, the consequences of it, because um, it, unless you're like an Ed Sheeran or a, or a, I don't know, Calvin Harris, who who built up their careers from scratch and did it, by themselves you've you've accepted the help from that show is it then a good idea to 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 turn your back on it and and slag it off I don't know I haven't done it so it's like a difficult one isn't it what, what do you think yeah well, I see what you say I mean it is a hard one I'm kind of I'm always of the the mindset that and again, I've not been on X Factor, thankfully, mm. because the public do not need me <laughs> stood on a stage on a Saturday night singing Adele, someone like you, honestly. 
Uh, not after the year wave, <laughs> like things have been <laughs> another <bad>. punishment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be the longest three minutes of your life. <laughs> but I'm kind of always of that mindset that remember where you've come from. Mm. And um, I mean, let's say One Direction have gone next level, and it's kind of weird, even when you do see old audition clips of them yeah. when they was all like, cause you look at me and you think, gosh, who would have thought that you've become like global superstars? Yeah, yeah. But um, I just think it's always nice to acknowledge a show that's made you or who's given you your platform. Again, that's not taken away from anyone who has done that and has felt what they do mm. now. But I do think you kind of, you, you take what you, what you kind of get. You, you do sign up for that because as well as, it's not just being scouted on a street or however singers would get scouted. I guess you can't be really scouted on Oxford Street as a singer. It's not like... Not anymore. <laughs> no, you've you kind of got to be heard to sing. Um, but it's... Oh, I don't know. I think with a TV show, it's, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because you are going out to millions of people. You're getting mm. these opportunities. Um, yeah, it's a, it is a tough one. But I just think, do you know what? Sometimes you just got to think, thank you for for what's made me yeah and kind of like move on with your move on with your life yeah. if, if things haven't worked out I don't know difficult but I do actually really feel for Jedward and I know that they've they've had a they've had things to say about their experience on X Factor for a long time although interestingly I did once interview them and was banned from asking anything about X Factor <laughs> by their no. management yeah so I mean like you know they're prepared to talk about it now they weren't before um you know again that's their story to tell so they can do do as they wish no um, of course and we don't know what goes on behind closed exactly doors. I guess every artist on that show has maybe had a different experience mm -hmm. and it's very easy to look from one side sit on the sofa and look at it through a screen yeah um, and it probably is um so yeah, there, there ain't no right or wrong, but I'm definitely I'm here for the for the Netflix if it if it should happen. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if in in sort of ten years time, because because has been off TV for what will be two years now, um, yeah. and it's a bit unclear about when it's coming back if it if it ever does, because now there's other shows that are like a big Saturday night success, aren't they? Like Mars Singer or Saturday Night Takeaway and things like that. Maybe 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 this is the end of those kind of talent shows um, looking to find new, new singers. Um, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if it was, to be honest. Um, no, I think you're right. I don't think I'd be shocked. I think it's, it's like a moment in time in telling mm. you kind of have eras of things, don't you? Um, showing me age now, but I mean, not that it was kind of nowhere near the same scale because it was a one-off thing, but do you even remember stars and everybody like that yeah. kind of that Saturday night TV and, I just think TV's kind of evolved and X Factor, even though it's a talent show, was still a rea reality slash talent. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, but I just think TV's evolved now with other shows that exist and as well, this was pre kind of the height of social media as well. Yeah. Um, well, the most I successful think... artists on, on X Factor came out before social media was as big as it is now, isn't it? Like the One Direction, that was 2010. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, different times and maybe maybe we've moved on. Because I weren't sure if we'd get another celeb one because was it last year or was that even two years ago, the celeb one? It must have been at least now. two, yeah. It must have been two years ago. I keep forgetting we've lost a year. Yeah, there's been a year <laughs> of nothing, Bob. There's been nothing's happened in the last year. I thought we'd uh, just become a celeb show, but... Um... 
who I, knows? I don't think it was, I don't think that show was a success in the end. Um, I can't even remember who won. I mean, the most exciting thing to come out of it was that Tom Evans and Nicole Scherzinger ended up dating. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that was, that was probably the only, uh, the only thing. Oh, it was Megan McKenna. She was, she was who won. Yes, of course, I forgot that. And, you know, I wonder, wonder what's happened with her recording career as a result of that. I, I mean, I haven't heard anything. It doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's not, it's not necessarily the, the springboard to stardom that it used to be. And um, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe this Netflix thing could actually uh, be something that gets made in the future. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Watch this space. Um, speaking of Netflix things, I don't know if it was actually, I just saw it um, a little bit before we, we started recording. They've, um, Harry and Meghan have confirmed their first Netflix show um, that they're doing. And it's a documentary about um, the Invictus Games, which is the um, injured serviceman um, like uh, games that Harry set up um, a couple of years ago. And it will be kind of um, following uh, in the foot, like, I. The, the specifics haven't been revealed, but but will you be watching something like that? Would you be interested? Do you know what? I would almost rather see them, and it, it's probably never going to happen, but I kind of would ever, I would definitely watch a um, Meghan and Harry reality show. I'd love <laughs> at to, home? Yeah, at home. I'd love to look around their ass, watch them go and just driving around... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Go down Calabasas. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just sitting in the garden, having, having a chat and all that kind of thing, which I'm guessing they're never really going to kind of do. But because um, I kind of, I think as well, when I look at them now, it, it's strange, isn't it? Because I do think they have definitely, and I think we've said before, I think they've stepped into celebrity world now and mm. kind of have left draw, even though he's got the blue blood. I definitely look at them as more celebrity than I would Kate and Will. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like I say, they're never going to probably do the reality show. But after the Oprah interview, I just think anything kind of is possible now. And things like that always leave you wanting that little bit more. Yeah, definitely. I, I know, I know what, you, what you mean. I, I, I reckon it will depend on how well everything goes. <laughs> if their Netflix deal, uh, you know, if this Invictus documentary is a success then maybe that will allow them to make more of those kind of things. I, I, think, I think they're quite, considering their public profile, they are, they are seemingly quite private, as in what they, what they show to the world. And at least with this production deal, they'll have, well, you know, they're producing it, so it would be up to them to show how much of themselves they reveal, right? But I, I, I wonder if they don't reveal enough, will people be interested? That's what I'm, that's what I'm in, like, to... Do people just want to see their charity work? I don't know that that's the most interesting thing to me. Not that I wouldn't watch it. I definitely would watch it. Yeah. Um, but would I watch like a series? I don't know. I mean, and I'm, and I'm interested in, in things to a service. My dad was in the Navy. I grew up in, a, in Portsmouth, which is like a services town. You know, uh, it's part of who I am. And I am interested in, in it. Um, but how much of it I would want to watch it, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Interesting to see. Um, I want to watch them doing like an unboxing. What's Megan got from Amazon this week? <laughs> you know what I mean, I want to see Harry in the larder. Yes. Getting oh out. yeah. No, I mean, I want to see the Lucky Charms in the jar and the Oreos. I, I kind of, I, I will 
yeah, I want reality from them. But I, uh, I would like that. I would actually, I'd love a cooking show or something like that. Them I just like imagine. faffing around in their kitchen, making a a uh, no, what's it called? But Bray Brandenburg? No, what's the cake? The little square cake. Oh, I can't even remember the Battenberg. That's it. Yeah, Making a little Battenberg or something. Um, yeah, like. But again, I think um, I think we're probably into the realms of uh, fantasy. We're, yeah, we're absolutely. likely to get more right on documentaries um, uh, about about issues they care about, which is which is their prerogative, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, we've lost our heads a bit. We're, we're kind of <laughs> wanting a, a keeping up with Megan and Arrow, um, <laughs> and it ain't happening. <laughs> it ain't happening. But so could also Netflix. Obviously, the the sensation, I guess, is the only word for what Tiger King was, which oh, yeah. in that in itself seems like a lifetime ago, um, which had the nation hooked, not just the globe. I've, um, I've not actually caught up with it yet, but Louis Rose did that documentary with Joe Exotic, which aired. Yeah, so I watched it last night. I watched it's it. Like, yeah, right, I watched tell it. Tell me everything. It's actually good. really interesting. Um, yeah, definitely definitely good and definitely worth a, worth a watch. It, it, um, it more tells the story of Carol Baskin, because um, uh, part of what you discover while he's filming is that a lot of the people can't speak to him because they're still under contract with Netflix. Carol isn't one of those people. So it's kind of a year on. It was this time last year that Tiger King was was huge. It was the beginning of a lockdown. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I would definitely recommend watching it. Um, it, it there's some interesting... I won't give too much away, but there's um, there's some really interesting stuff that comes out of it, including they go around his house, and which is now abandoned, and find some unsavoury pictures uh, sitting on the ground. So uh, it's just it's just a really interesting thing. I would definitely recommend watching it. Um, yeah, I think after being obsessed with Tiger King, that could be my watch tonight. I think I think you definitely should, Bob. We can talk about it next week. Um, we very excitedly have our first guest, Veronica, here. So let's get her in. Amazing. Hello. Hi. How are you, babes? I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Really good, thank you. Thanks for joining us this evening. Well, thanks for having me. I'm loving this, like, Kylie Minogue 80s look yes. you've got going on. Really into it. Oh. I love a bit of Kylie, I do. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Everyone in this room does. This is like, that's our vibe. about it. How have you been there? How have you been the last few weeks since, um, you know, it's kind of all come to a, to a close, isn't it? Drag Race UK and uh, that's that done now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, you know, that, that's, that chapter is now closed. Uh, not really, though, because, like, this is only the beginning, I, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, we're all released into the into the big wide world now, which um, hasn't had many gigs uh, happening. (laughs) (laughs) Bit quiet, bit quiet on that front. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. Um, But thankfully there's the odd one or two things that are starting to come in now. There's a little bit of interest here and there, which is uh, good. So we'll see how things go. How was it watching it back, hon? Is it very different to how you kind of remember? Um, well, it's really interesting watching it back because there's there's certain things that happen that never get aired, and then there's there's things that you're like, oh, okay, so I now I see why you made that choice and why you made that choice and why you were getting us to talk about this these things. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's we were always paranoid um, about what the edit and and how things were were going to go. But I, I would say with season two, everything was just so raw and so real and. The drama, like, of course, they were always nudging us in a direction. But what I love about our season, about season two, is that 
every all the arguments, all the heated stuff was real. It was raw energy, and and I, I love that. What's the? I mean, you're, I know you're not going to tell us, but what's the deal with season three? The deal with season three is um, my lips are sealed. <laughs> <laughs> those, those contracts are watertight. I understand. Oh my god! Yeah, and I ain't leaking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the good. I mean, okay, we we don't know then if if for sure you're you're on series three, but if you are, then that's quite exciting because you've been in one of the best series of Drag Race ever, and then you're going to be in another one. I mean, if like, well, you can't... <laughs> I mean if. If I was going back, I think I would be the first queen to do two seasons in a single year. Oh, yeah. Um, I would be the first queen to be going back with a, with a win. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you, I think, who, who are the others? There's Cynthia, Eureka. I'm sure there's another one. Oh, Shangela. Back oh, Shangela, yeah, Miss totally yeah. Vanjie as well. Yeah. They all went back uh, having had no wings. So if... Theoretically, I was going back. There's quite a lot of firsts. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And do you think you'd be at an advantage because you kind of are a little bit more aware of how it's filmed? You know the setup. Oh, I think anybody, anybody who ever goes back, they they they, they do have a bit of a one up. Really, you look at all stars; they all know how the mm. game works. They all know yeah. how to play it. Um, but that can—it's a double-edged sword because then people can potentially produce themselves so um which yeah. rue is always very specific to say don't do it right like rue is always gives the, that advice he's like don't think about that you just have to kind of be yourself and that's what people will like oh absolutely like even when it came to confessionals on season two they were asking me to describe my outfit what are you giving us right now and i was just saying the first thing that came to my head unfortunately i didn't think about oh the viewers are going to watch this and actually want to know what the inspiration is i'm just making a joke the fact that I'm like on my design challenge, oh, I'm the Irish flag, you know, green, white, and orange. <laughs> I was just making a joke and, and things like that with my Medusa pig, Babe the pig. It, it's not Babe the pig. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, that's on the wiki now. It's like, it, it's I'm just cracking jokes. I think that's what it is. I think people don't often get my sense of humor. I'm just, I love puns, I love irreverence, dry humor. Um, and and sometimes that gets lost. People think I'm being serious sometimes. Well, I thought you came across fab, and you and you you fast became one of my favourites. I was very I was very upset when uh, you got the virus. <laughs> you <had> to... <laughs> I was upset when I got the virus, Bless you. I was I was um, I was quarantining at home because we all had to we all had to do two weeks in our own homes, and I live with four of the people. There's five of us in the house. Um, and they all work. My fiance, he does site visits. He's an engineer, so he, uh, you know, he was up and down the country having to earn a living. So, and that's how it that's how it got in. I did I did everything I was supposed to do, um, but you know, COVID got to me. That I think that over the summer I I had a bit of a tough time because I was scared to leave the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, that was in the documentary in the site in the. Uh, yeah, music. yeah. So like when, when the pandemic first hit and, you know, production shut down, like one of the main reasons why I didn't leave the house, because I was scared. Mm. I was scared that like I would go to the, the shops, catch it. I've got asthma. So I was like, oh my gosh, so I'm a, a vulnerable uh, individual. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course the, the, the knock on effect then of having no work and no jobs as well was then what came later. But that was the main, the main 
thing I was worried about. And then as it turns out, I didn't even have to leave my own home in the end. It, it got me anywhere. It came in, yeah. Yeah, so, but I do, I am a firm believer that things happen for a reason, you know, you, Absolutely. there's trials and tribulations, trials and tribulations through your life. There's ups, downs, you know, hills and valleys, peaks and troughs and all, and all that business. And sometimes there's success, sometimes there's failure. And this, and this was just something I couldn't control. And, you know, oh, well, let's carry on. Yeah, absolutely. It was part of your journey. And like you say, things in a weird way sometimes do happen for a reason. And fate has a funny way of dealing us a hand that, well, you've got to ride it, haven't you? I mean, sometimes you dealt a hand of cards and it's just jokers. So <laughs> you may as well do something with it. Amen, babe. Amen. <laughs> so is there, tell me, I'm sure there must be, is there uh, a season two WhatsApp group and what goes down in it? Well, we're not supposed to have a WhatsApp group. Yeah, but you blatantly do. <laughs> but um, I tell you what goes down. Somebody, you know, when when announcements are made or things happen, some people are like, "Oh, isn't this amazing?" You know, and sometimes we don't catch things that other other performers are doing, or um, or the um, uh, the Frog Destroyers release their own version of uh, oh, UKD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And some people are really pleased about that, and some people are really not. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but you've obviously, this wasn't your first experience with reality TV, was it? You had done bits and bobs before, and you had a you know, successful theatre career. Like, what are you kind of hoping you'll do now? Well, I think, for me, I would love to crack the West End. It's the one thing that I never... Uh, got to do you know uh, Wicked was the the reason why I wanted to do musical theatre and performing um, and then that dream just never came true so I would really like to to crack the West End another aspirations Broadway but then I would love to after doing theatre I'd like to get into the TV world and have have my have my own show write my own musical there's there's tons of things I'd love to do uh, yeah I'd love to be a TV host or being on a soap opera as well, that's, that's a big dream oh, yeah, of mine. Uh, oh, he addresses Kylie, so it's perfect. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Neighbours, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a bit about this show you're doing at the Vaudeville. Oh, the show at the Vaudeville, Queens of Pop. It's me, the Vivian, and Tia Coffee. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're just going to be having a gay old time at the very first West End show uh, post-lockdown. So we're the first show to open. Um, and it's going to be... Uh, some of our own material, um, each of us have, have got songs out, but also it'll be things that people know and can sing and dance along to as well. So it's, it's, um, it's going to be a variety of different, different pop tunes. And I think something like that, not only that'd be amazing at the best of times, but after the, the 2020 Panny Day, and let's face it, three lockdowns in, what better thing to all get together, have a couple of roses and have, have a lovely old night and a sing song? Oh, absolutely. I think, I mean, the theatre industry has suffered so much throughout this whole year. So just being able to to get back on stage again is it's gonna it's gonna be baby steps, but I think everybody's gonna treat it like like the biggest night of their life. You know, <laughs> people have not been able to to do anything for so long. I think it's gonna be a wild a wild a wild one. Are you excited or are you nervous? Because there must be having not done it for a while, it must be a bit odd. I don't know. Oh, I, 
performing is in my blood. This is this is one thing that I have missed so much. I any time that I get to entertain people or perform, I relish it. There's always nerves involved because you know what what happens if you don't hit the high notes and crack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Oops. I tell you, yeah, I know. For now, nowadays that will probably go on to um, onto uh, the the internet or something as a meme. Of course, but. Um, but apart from like maybe making the odd mistake here or there, I love being in front of an audience and performing. And how have you been rehearsing of the three of you kind of been doing like Zoom rehearsals with each other? Well, it's funny. It's funny you should mention that. We've got our first proper group uh, Zoom chat uh, later on this week where we're going to get the running order sorted and then sort out all the 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 rehearsal schedule. So we, we want to get things locked in now because I think it's only like six six weeks less than six weeks away so um yeah we, we want to make sure that we've got a solid show because we, there's there's going to be over a thousand people we're performing to so we want to make sure we give them a good time god i mean thank even, god for zoom yeah 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 you can <laughs> make those plans now <laughs> yeah i mean even saying that there's going to be a thousand people just right now like seems insane but if things go well then there's no reason why it can't happen right so oh absolutely i think that i think that's you know we're, we're having to you know, do the show under the COVID guidelines to make sure that we adhere to all of the, the government requirements. So the theatre's at half capacity as it is. So, I mean, the, the, there's, a, there's, there's definitely restrictions to what we can do, but we're just going to make sure that we, we, we give the, the best, well, what we feel like is the best show of our lives, really. It's going to be the first time we've performed for, well, for me, for nearly a year. I just, it just feels like a different lifetime, I think, doesn't it? When you look back at how how free we all used to be <laughs> compared oh, to now. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, my gosh, I just want to go bowling again. <laughs> just to get out of the house and do something. Gone are the days where anyone just wants a quiet night in because if we see one more Zoom quiz, if we have to watch one more binge shit that we've watched 15 <laughs> years ago and everything's just been... I've had no concept of time. There was one mm. point last year, it, you know, sometimes you go, what time is it? I genuinely didn't know what day it was. Yeah. Uh, what, a, what a world to be in. But the, the light is at the end of the tunnel now. Yeah, well, I, but I hope so anyway. I mean, it's, I think it's good that, the, the, that we're taking the, the pandemic seriously. But at the same time, I think... I think everybody's just sort of like itching to, 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 to get out there. Um, and well, a lot of industries are, are out of work at the minute. Mm, so yeah. it's not just about having fun. It's about uh, making sure people get back to their, you know, their careers again. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like you say, theatres, they, they've really had it hard. A lot of TV, thankfully, by about August last year, certain productions were able to get up and running obviously following the guidelines but but theatre has been hit so hard and it's so oh. sad because it's such an important art oh absolutely i think the the, the theatre industry um has been pretty much forgotten about really um it's been so so difficult so i'm just really hoping that 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 shows can rebuild because there's going to be some shows that will never open again there's mm -hmm. some that I think that somebody had said to me the other day, oh, you might not ever get in Wicked because rumour has it, it's never going to reopen. So, I mean, I, I don't know how the truth to that if, that, if that's true or not, but I was devastated. I was like, it's my favourite show and it might not even come back. Yeah, and that's just the, the world we're going to have to muddle through, isn't it? I did want to yeah. ask you one thing, obviously, because, um, you know, you don't necessarily go out 
look, looking like Kylie on a day-to-day basis. Do you get, do you get recognised, especially if we're wearing a mask or something, do you still get recognised out and about after the doing uh, the show? All the time. Really? Yes. Yeah. Even with my mask on, I'm like, how? How did you know to? I'm like, oh, it's the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and what, do, are people still quite respectful because we're obviously distancing or whatever, or are they a bit like, can I have a picture? I don't know. Like, yeah, people like, people want to have uh, pictures quite a lot. Um, so we do the social distancing thing. I'm like, two meters, please. <laughs> you know. Uh, and like I'm the one who had COVID, so you don't really want to, you know, <laughs> yeah, interact too close. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, like, um, it's really, really lovely. But people are so, so nice um, to, to me when when they when they recognise me, which is which is really, really lovely. I wasn't expecting it to happen so much, but um, but yeah, it happens all the time. It was an incredibly popular show, so I guess that's probably why people people. Well, yeah, I, did, I didn't realise how popular it was, actually. I'd read recently that, um, that the first season got about six million views in total. Mm-hmm. Might be wrong, kid. Don't quote me on this. And then our first episode got six million views. So, wow. yeah, so I was just like, wow, there's, a, there's definitely, it's definitely, I, I knew drag would be popular in this country at some point. It's just been waiting mm. for, you know, the, the right uh, TV producer to uh, give it a chance. And you've uh, you've just recently put a single out, haven't you? I have stars. Yes. Tell us a bit about it. Uh, written by Ian Masterson and Haley Sanderson. Um, that it's 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 basically a song. It it kind of reflects my life journey. A kid who's who's different, who doesn't belong in the small town that they're from, and going off to the big city. Um, to 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 find their way and find their their place in the world and encountering the the trials and tribulations with that but without the the darkness that there are no stars so um yeah that's that's the the main message gorgeous well um well thank you so much for for speaking to us today um we're gonna can we can we play your song we'll 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 let you intro the song uh of course well i'm veronica green from rupaul's drag race uk season two And this is my newest single, Stars. They tell you, you are nothing. How lovely. Love that. Loving the Kylie vibe as well. Yeah, that really, that bit, that kind of uh, like 80s fro was, uh, was and the big earrings, really into that. I used to love Kylie. Went through a very, very tiny phase of thinking I fancied her. Obviously didn't last long. But, um, <laughs> we all get confused feelings from time to time, Bob, absolutely. even as adults. Yeah, but saying that, I still would marry Miss Minogue. Just putting it out there. Me and would Kylie she would be a lovely marry couple. you? Would Probably she marry not. You? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, be like, no. Sing to me. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it's it's so interesting hearing Veronica talk about the 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 getting back to theatres after all this time and and just how how strange it's going to be um, for everyone. I I, I just I don't know. It's bizarre. The whole thing's just a bit weird. It really, and you know, I think it's so exciting that it is slowly getting there. And I know even though only they're half full, so there's still a long way to go. But I really love going to the theatre. I think it is such a lot. And I make a night of it. I like going for a little bit of dinner, mm-hmm. or you have a little drink. Like, it's such a lovely thing to do. And I think they're the kind of things that 
a lot of people are going to cherish when we can go out and do things like that. And again, it's like we always say, we took so much for granted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, very exciting. We, we have our next guest, uh, Aliash and Jeanette, ready to come in. Amazing. Hello. 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 Can you hear us? Hello. Yes, Hi. we can hear you and we can oh, see you. Oh, oh, sorry. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just squash your husband? <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good, good, really good. We've had a nice day today. Aliash did a bit of spring cleaning. Yes. I've been working on my well-being course a lot today. It's been nice, yeah. How's your day been? I mean, I, I've, I've been complaining because I had a really bad night's sleep. So, uh, you know, like Thank just you. for no reason, it really affects your whole day, I think, doesn't it? When you have yeah, a bad night's sleep. It does. Uh, so I've, yeah. been whinge, I've been whinging my whinging, but Bob's had a nice time. <laughs> I've had a lovely old time. <laughs> and even nice. nice that you guys have joined us. It's so lovely to have you on the show this evening. Oh, thanks for having us. We're so excited. We love you guys. Every time we sat down and chat with any of you, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, we've had both of you on separately, but but never together. Yeah. So uh, so, so this is the first uh, for us. How how have things been for you? What have you what have you been up to recently? I've actually well, seen a bit um, of you on the TV a bit more than I was expecting, actually, <laughs> on on BBC in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been really really blessed with um being able to do strictly fitness. Aliash as well. We've been doing that on Morning Live. But uh, I was given the opportunity to host the show along with Gethin a few times when Kim was out you know, coping with her uh, surgery. And I just, I loved it. I mean, presenting and daytime television is something that I really, really want to get into eventually. Hence, I'm doing my well-being course to just have a little bit more knowledge of just, you know, us as human beings and what's mm-hmm. good for us emotionally. And I think mental health is such an important topic right now, yeah. um, especially after the year that we've had. And I'm really, I've always been interested in it anyways. So I'm trying to get that certification, which takes up a lot of my time. Um, and we've been doing online courses. <laughs> we've been doing online courses and we've been doing our classes yeah. every Friday. Uh, Dennis with Elias and Jeanette. And uh, it's been amazing how many people have joined us. And it's lovely to see sending people off into the weekend with a bit of a dance and a bit of a drink. And uh, people <laughs> seem to love it. Yeah. And then, of course, remembering the Oscars. Remembering the Oscars, Woo! which has been kind of like the highlight of the, our lockdown 3.0. As yeah. We call it. yeah. Tell us a bit. Tell us a bit about it. So it's a. Uh, our touring show, which is Remembering the Oscars, has been postponed twice, sadly, because of COVID. And uh, we just couldn't wait that long to get back on stage and to get back to dancing. So we decided with producers and directors that uh, we would love to record it and stream it. So we decided to go ahead with that. And uh, we recorded a 60-minute ver- version of our two-hour show. So we kind of picked our highlights or uh, best bits, if you, if yeah. you wish. And, um, and we put that into a lovely one-hour stream. And uh, it's been on uh, for a couple of weeks now. And it's going to be on until uh, April 17th. So you can go ahead and, uh, and go and see that if, if you want. If you like theater, if you like dancing. And we loved it. We love recording it. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're really pleased with what it You can get your like. tickets at www.rememberingtheoscars.com. We have to well be done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because we was just saying how much we miss the theatre and what an important thing it is, like the arts going to see uh, shows. And we're so excited to be able to, to get back when that happens, to, to be able to go to the theatre. It's such a lovely thing to be able to do. Are you guys looking forward to getting back on that stage? 
Yeah, just desperately. I mean, it's been for us, it's been one year-ish, a little bit over a year now of COVID, but for us, it's been two years of not touring, not being on stage, not performing live in theaters to any capacity. That's whether it's our shows, remembering shows, or it's even like lots of the Strictly Live tours or Aliash also doing Here Come the Boys. Lots of, every single one of them has been canceled or postponed on the last two, two seasons of touring. And I think we absolutely love doing Strictly Come Dancing and being able to perform on that show every Saturday night and be a part of that is quite special and probably one of the most special things we will ever do in our careers. But there is nothing that can compare to the feeling that you get when you are live on stage with an audience. Every single show feels totally different, even mm -hmm. though it's exactly the same. <laughs> um, and, and that feeling is irreplaceable. And I think as a society right now, the escapism that entertainment, like going to a theater, it's so important to maintain that, um, you know, ability to be able to get out of the house, dress up and go and watch lovely dancing or singing or acting, whatever it is. You can't really describe the feeling and that relationship that exists with an audience member and a cast member on stage. Mm. And this is such a huge part of, I mean, the whole industry has sort of been on hold for, yeah. for over a year. And I feel like, like any other branch of, you know, um, businesses that are having difficulties through the last year i think it's going to be so important to go back into theater back to concerts back to festivals back to restaurants back to bars to <laughs> yeah. support the business and to and to help people because i can't imagine i mean just you know if you kind of if you close the stages in the theaters you kind of cut our wings and uh, and it feels dreadful i know there's so many people that have been going through this and uh is the same way with, you know, all the big business owners that, you know, haven't been able to, to welcome anyone in or to, you know, to provide the service. And it's going to be so important to go back, theater yeah. especially. I think remembering the Oscars for us being able to do this stream, which is a really nice reminder to people of, of what you can get if you go and watch a live theater performance. Yeah. I know it's a hashtag that's thrown around easily, save the arts, but I feel like the theater industry has suffered immensely throughout this process. Even some of our dancers and singers in our cast, uh, when, they, when we were able to put together the show for the streaming, some of them had not danced in over a year at that point. So to come back and be in a rehearsal space and kind of doing what they were meant to do, it was quite euphoric really to be in the studio with them and in the theater with them recording the dances. It was so special. Yeah, I can imagine it's actually really emotional because if you've trained yeah. your whole career to do that kind of thing, then yeah, to, 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 to miss out on it just must be, must be huge. Um, yeah. And it's nice to do something that doesn't involve watching the news on COVID. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just 10 minutes of that BBC News 24. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely didn't do We didn't listen to those pictures. We were saying, you know, re-qualify or learn something new. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the government ones. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Have you seen those memes where the BBC like news track is like the coolest tech track? Oh, yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> That's what all the dancers have been doing in their spare time, dancing to the news tracks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, uh, there's also been some really exciting news for you guys because you're, uh, well, everyone from Strictly is coming back this year, aren't yes! you? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> so excited. Our ninth year, our Nine ninth years. year of the show, which is unreal. We joined in 2013. I do feel like we're one of the and, new ones there. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's always Anton's there as our dad. <laughs> yeah. I hope he stays forever because we'll always feel like newbies. <laughs> yeah, he must, must be like, yeah, very excited because. It was a real moment, I think, of TV last year because 
even if we, you know, that went through the second lockdown and it was, you had the audiences had to come out, it, you had to do all the distancing. It must have just been really quite difficult, but you did it and it was a real success. <laughs> yeah. you, like, how, did, how, how do you feel looking back at it? It's proud. We're so proud. Honestly, I mean, the lengths that production had to go through to, yeah. to pull up, to pull through with a show like that, that has so many, so many people involved, so many people in, in front of camera, behind the camera. I mean, the, it's, it's immense. I think it's over 200 people that are involved with the, with the show, probably more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and to get that through with all the guidelines, it was incredible. I mean, we're and incredible. they really were sort of impressed. looking after us. And it was so impressive to see how, how well it can be, how well you can be pro- protected being a part of a show and still go, go ahead with, uh, with the filming. Mm. And it was, it was special more than any other year, really. I mean, it obviously was different because, you know, no audience, like you said, and, uh, and, you know, in rehearsals, you only were, you know, able to really be together with your celebrity and you couldn't really spoke to anyone else, really. We split up for 11 weeks. We split up. We, we left. <laughs> Quite a big deal. Yeah. For, for a little while. And, uh, but on a grand scheme of things, when you, when you think how many people had their Saturdays brightened up mm. and how many people needed that. I mean, I, yeah, it was, it's so worth it. You, you would sacrifice anything really yeah. to, to put up a show like that. And uh, especially in times like this, I think people needed it more than ever. Yeah. I remember in the beginning of the series, we said to each other, didn't we? We thought this is either going to be one of the craziest series ever. And we're going to look back and go, oh God, it was <laughs> dreadful. Or we're going to look back on it and go, Wow, mm. what an absolute accomplishment. And yeah, I think one experience. every single person in the studio that day felt like it was a huge accomplishment <laughs> that we were both do it. So true. Like I say, after the year that everyone's had, there aren't many shows nowadays that are like Strictly, where you can have so many different generations of a family all sit in a living room on a Saturday night and, and watch a show together. Um, obviously, if, as long as you're in the same bubble, well, but um, it's so, so inc- we gotta stick to the bubbles, Bobby. <laughs> gotta stick to the bubbles. So incredible that you guys and the team and the production behind it put that on for people because I just think we really need shows like that at a time like this because there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, I think that's one of the most magical things about for us being a part of Strictly Come Dancing. You know, we moved to the UK in 2013 doing a West End show and then uh, got offered to be a part of Strictly Come Dancing. And at that point, we knew that we wanted to join the show because we wanted the job and we wanted to be dancing and we knew it was a big show. But it wasn't until we started doing Strictly Come Dancing that first year that we really realized how special the show actually is. It feels like UK tradition, you know, to sit down on a Saturday night. And even if you don't watch it on Saturday night because you're out with your mates, you'll catch up on it at some point in the week. And it was so nice to know that it's such a family thing and that everyone can enjoy it. I mean, for us, it's honestly been the biggest blessing in our lives to be a part of the show. And fingers crossed we'll be there <laughs> as much as we're we can. We're going to be here this year. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are, you, are you hoping, I guess it's too early to know, but that there, that there won't be any restrictions this year? You, I mean, you know, obviously, like we, like we went ahead last year, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to be the people that make those decisions and to how we're going to go ahead. But, uh, I mean, judging but with how it went last year we have a full confidence in the production that they're gonna pull it out of the bag and no matter what i feel like i mean it's it's incredible to watch them work and to and to see how 
how I mean, how they can think of every single thing. Literally cleaning after every rail we touched, every chair we sat on. Yeah. <laughs> I can't understand how much how much went into that. Yeah. So obviously we all hope that it's going to come back in in as much of a, the same capacity or normal capacity as mm -hmm. possible. Yeah. yeah. So you guys obviously you're so used to work with each other and spend a lot of time with each other, but this year more than ever you've well been together for a so long. <laughs> have you have you learned even more about each other where you've both not because as well as working together you both do your own thing separately, don't you? So Bobby Is that a trick question, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know I it's interesting because when we even us thinking about it, you know, we've been together for over ten years, Ayash and I in July this year will be ten years that we've been together. And feels like two though. Feels like yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. But, <laughs> but we've always been together together working together so from day one we met on this touring show called burn the floor and it was the most romantic first few years because we were traveling the world together dancing on stages <laughs> across the world you know and then we came to london and we both got strictly come dancing and then it's just been like this huge snowball of one opportunity to the next opportunity to now creating our own tours you know mm -hmm. and so many wonderful things but it's always been so fast-paced you know, go, 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 never even looking back. Um, we moved into this flat that we now live in um, two years ago. And it's the first home that we bought together as husband and wife. And I remember moving in and it was in the middle of the Strictly like semi-final. So we left everything in boxes and then went straight on to tour. So when COVID happened, it was the first time in our 10 years almost of being together where we were just Jeanette and Aliash at home. Like we figured out, okay, this is what you're like. In a this is domestic, domestic bliss. Yeah. <laughs> you realized how incredible i think actually hold on alias i remember speaking to you before and you were saying you were just playing video games all the time yes. <laughs> we, had, we did we found this really nice kind of routine that we're like we never even knew this routine would have existed if it was if it wasn't for covid yeah. so i know it's been awful for so many people uh but i guess the the light at the end of the tunnel for for both of us has been that we've kind of fallen in love with each other all over again in a very different way mm -hmm. um and it's been not i've learned how to cook i've never been a fan of the kitchen and now i'm like okay i, I can do this i can cook meals for us <laughs> but yeah it's been Take. nice it's been nice we actually to be honest, we actually argued like I would say a handful of times in the last year, no, really. Maybe at once. All. Maybe once. If I can <laughs> think of one. We yeah. really have it. We really have it. And I remember talking to friends and talking to other couples, and they're like, you're very lucky, you know? It's not the case for many people. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely. Good. It's been good. Well, that's so nice to hear. And um, and uh, yeah, I mean, all power to you. And you're, you're one of those couples that I think, like you talk about Strictly, people just love you guys. Like you're just, you're, you're so endearing and so, and so good. So I see, <laughs> I see more of things like Morning Live and, and that in your future and, and you know, more, more daytime TV and other programs. And, you're, and, and I will just say, you, you were really good on it. Jeanette. Thank so, you. So, that you know, means a lot. You know, it's, it's, um, it, you never know where, where things might lead and what good might come of it. Nice. Yeah. It's, you're absolutely right you see I normally get that every day I have this beautiful sort of morning program for me <laughs> a little chat show so it's nice to, the whole country can get it for, for a little while it's so lovely that I can 
you know, spread this share. love. <laughs> I, you know, what's one thing that we've learned that I love to talk. I've always known that I like to talk. And this is why I want to do daytime television it's... or morning television because I like talking to people and I like socializing. But bless Ali Ash, he has gone to the point. <laughs> you, started this, you started this sentence with, we've learned that. We didn't learn that. <laughs> You've learned. <laughs> <laughs> oh well um, thank you so much for talking to us this evening guys really appreciate it as ever please do come back on and um and and good luck with with all the things you've got coming up it's finally things yes. are getting back to normal <laughs> finally come and see us on www.rememberingtheoscars.com yes. you don't want to miss it it's, it's only done. until april 17th that's it so. not long not long Got it. Will do. Thanks so much, guys. Really bye appreciate bye, it. Bye. bye. By the oh, way, I, I love your bed. It was Bob's bed. Honestly, it gets more press than anyone else. This, this, is, this is not a bunk bed for sure. This, this is, is epic. Epic. Bobby's boudoir. Bye, guys. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Oh bless them! What a lovely couple, and um, so nice to so nice to to see that kind of yeah. I do think lockdowns either you've made your break broken you, hasn't it? If you're a couple, um, definitely. Because I think you've, there's so much more time to find out things about each other that you genuinely in, in day to day life when you're both working don't ever find yeah. out. Um, but what a lovely couple! They're like yeah, the Richard gorgeous. and Judy of Strictly. There, there is a Richard and Judy vibe about them. I like it. Like that, that natural chemistry they have. Uh, well, that was a great show. Um, uh, really good one, actually. I really enjoyed that. Uh, what, what are you up to in the next few days, Bob? Anything exciting? Uh, next few days, I'm literally just now, oh, I'm ready and waiting. I'm getting the, uh, well, it's already out. I've got the gym clothes ready. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'm sat here chomping at the bit, waiting for Monday. But um, yeah, hoping that the snow don't return. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is nearly mid-April. We should be over it by now, for Christ's sake. <laughs> should be. But yeah, I think maybe just, uh, yeah, keep trying to keep myself busy until that gym opens. What about yourself? I got you. Uh, well, I'm back rowing this weekend for the first time. So that's very Amazing. exciting. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And hoping that <laughs> this time there won't be five lockdowns and, a, and you know, a pandemic to deal with to get through three like six sessions um so we'll see how it goes but yeah i mean that's that's my plan and i'm hopefully going to see a friend of mine who's a teacher who lives in south london going to go see her at some point so yeah just uh just slowly but surely like we said getting back to normal life so um yeah all good i look forward to hearing all about you you're rowing when when we're back next week yeah i'll have, pain, really I'll nice have a painful but everyone. buttocks that will be the most that'll be the first thing painful bum painful arms that's what happens when you're back <laughs> on the rowing machine so. what a joy um, hopefully it's a little bit warmer for you because it's always colder by the water isn't it especially yeah. when you're on the water i'm guessing it is and it's bloody freezing uh so yeah let's hope for no snow i would appreciate it if we didn't have any more snow Get your thermals out. Steve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, until next time, goodbye. Bye, guys. Stay safe.